What is up, guys and gals? Um, it's Mike and Marley here for our episode two of the podcast. Um, Marley, you want to say hello? Hello, everyone. Um, and today, uh, thank you very much for our um, uh, success with our first podcast. At the moment, when we look at it, it's 221 plays so far. That sounds pretty good for your first effort. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're all... At, here at the uh, Michael and Marley Studios, in uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are all very excited to report that that is overwhelmingly great results, and we want yep. to thank you guys very much. But uh, today we have some a little bit of different topics. Uh, oh, also we got on iTunes. If people don't know, we're on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, we're a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once you're on iTunes, that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, the pinnacle. Uh, we're... Yeah, I can't go any higher from here. <laughs> uh, I'd give up. To be honest, where's where's <laughs> our money? Where's our girls? Where's everything? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, anyways. So, um, uh, we're going to talk about some video games today instead of that controversial stuff like the, like the last one. We'll get back to that controversial stuff at some point, probably, but we'll keep it a bit more lighthearted this this time. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to agree. We're gonna we're gonna kind of. My first question to Marley is, what is your mm-hmm. favorite classic first-person shooter? And I say classic as in modern classic, not like Doom or yeah. anything like that. Uh, uh, my favorite shooter of all time is probably Halo 3. Even though I'm like a huge COD guy, Halo 3, I just had so much fun in that game, it's unreal. Nice. Like Just from campaign, campaign is 10 out of 10, multiplayer is 10 out of 10. I think that game was ahead of its time, actually, see, when you think about it. Like, the multiplayer, the campaign, the co-op campaign, uh, split-screen multiplayer. I played that so much with my brother a lot, uh, just on split-screen. It had theatre mode, it had uh, customizable emblems and characters. Uh, what a game. It really was ahead of its time. I mean, th- the fact that they also had, like, these like customizable outfits too like when you think about it you used to be able to wear the different armors for yeah. all the spartans all the armors for the arbiters and stuff like that i mean or remember you see arbiters, yeah was... remember you'd see someone in a game with that flaming helmet and you're just oh, yeah like, flaming hey yeah he's yeah. a bungee employee oh my god the rumors <laughs> that went around for that stuff and what, like... what was the armor called again was it recon armor uh, i'm n- sure it was recon armor. i know i thought it was flaming hey it's there was recon was hard to get recon was really hard to get it was all the skulls. You had to do all the skulls. Oh, yeah, the skulls. Yep. Oh, my God, that was those so good. Were, those were I enjoyed fun. Collecting those. I enjoyed being annoyed at trying to collect <laughs> those skulls. But, like, it was the, tough, but... Oh, my God, the most memorable them. skull for me was jumping through the rings on the last mission. Oh, my mm, God. Oh, my God, yeah. In the right order? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Some of the achievements on that game were weird as well. There was uh, an achievement that you could only get on one day of the year. Mm-hmm. It was uh, some weird thing, like, get a certain kill... Uh, or complete the campaign in a certain way on this day of the year. Yeah. Uh, and that was that was one way to get the recon armor because you had to do these four different achievements. I think one one part of them was kill a, a bungee employee in the game. <sighs> Something as well. There was there was tons of stuff like that. Wow, that's nuts. I mean, like Halo Three was like. I mean, like the thing is, is like I didn't play Halo One or Two for the PC. So mm-hmm. like for me, it was um, Halo Three was like the start of the series. So like. 
whenever I played the campaign, it was like, it always seemed to like jump into this like massively open world with all of this story. And I knew nothing about the Halo one and uh, Halo two predecessors, but still uh-huh. I felt so involved, so immersed. And it was, it was a beautiful game. No, I'm with you on that. I never, well, I like dabbled with Halo 2 because a friend had an Xbox. I never had an Xbox, I was just PS2. But he had an Xbox and I kind of knew a little bit about it, but not enough. But yeah, like you said, the the start of the Halo 3 campaign, the way it just thrusts you straight into it, but you feel so immersed in it, even though you haven't, you don't know really the backstory or anything like Halo. What's a Halo? What's a yeah, Spartan? Exactly. Like, oh, who's man. the chief? Yeah, who's the chief? Yeah. Did you know he's six ten without armor? <laughs> yeah, and then with armor, he's seven two. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting little fact. I like all the the Halo lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How the Spartans were made. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's when you can tell like, a good series, a good game, and you're like that interested. You want to hear like the really detailed backstories about like uh, John, how he got mm-hmm. became a soldier. Yep. Stuff like that. Yeah. It was really. It was. That was my first Xbox game. So like. Really. Yeah. It was my first Xbox game ever, and like. Um, I, it was a choice between that and COD 4. That was my first Xbox. <laughs> yep. That would probably be my second mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah. What's yours? Uh, well, see, that would be my first favorite. It would be COD called 4. COD yeah. 4. Yep. I mean, nice. like, that game will go down in the uh, annals of history, not to be confused <laughs> with annals of history. <laughs> but the, an- the annals have to go for that. Annals <laughs> yeah, all right. So it'll go down in the annals of history uh, <laughs> as one of my favorite and one of the best uh, first-person shooters ever. Um, it was... To my knowledge, um, and again, please do not quote me on this because, my <laughs> lord, I could be wrong, so wrong, but um, it was the first uh, modern warfare type shooter that yeah, it was. was. Yeah, yeah, there'd been a couple, but this was the first like, really like, proper yeah. big one. Yeah, it, I think it, it, it really brought to light the beauty of matchmaking. I mean, it came out very similar time to halo 3 and like they also Mm -hmm. had great matchmaking but like there was both of those games combined i mean like it's really hard to compare those two and say like oh one is better than the other but like for me it was cod 4 i used to go to school and this was like middle Mm -hmm. school and high school a little bit of high school mostly middle school but it was like um uh for my uh, European viewers and for our European viewers uh, in America we go to three different sections of school basically it's like <laughs> elementary school and then middle school and then high school each one is like you would have been high school yeah when Modern Warfare yeah. came out yeah yeah and so it was like we go to school talk for mm-hmm. like 15 minutes to be like you're gonna be on Xbox tonight and they were like yeah we're gonna be on <laughs> Xbox and we had like a party of six people every day we'd play you know, was the exact same. it was so good. It was amazing. And like, you know, the, the ranking up, you know, the, and Halo didn't really have this. It was like that rank up system. You know, you get weapons, you get skins, yeah. you, you know, the challenges. Just as well. Yeah. And it was like, it, it, that one thing just will always stick with me. And like every game, if you notice it today, every game follows that common trope of, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get a lot of kills, then those kills turn into better guns to get yeah. more kills it definitely set the bar mm-hmm. at the time i'd say although considering uh i don't think i've ever told you about this but the f- considering how much i've played cod like the past uh, what, seven years yeah seven years pretty much now i've put like 
months of time into that. I didn't actually like COD 4 at first. Mm, really? I didn't actually like it at first, yeah, because uh, like yourself, I had a bunch of friends who would get on it every night, and I was a bit late to the Call of Duty 4. Well, not late, but um, I got it maybe a couple months after it came out, and <laughs> they kind of thrust me straight in. I think they were playing Search and Destroy a lot. Mm. And obviously it's my first time playing, what the fuck is Search and Destroy? Like, you've only got one life, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> so I got on and played that, um, and obviously I get my arse handed to me. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, this is shit. Yeah. So I went I went a week without playing it, and then I think I was off school sick one day, and I just fired it up, and then the rest is history, I'm a COD addict yeah. freak. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it's I think I ranked things. up like 20 levels. I was like, oh my god, no, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It, it's like that, that <laughs> moment that it clicks. I mean, one of my good friends, um, I used to do a lot of videos with um, one of my good friends, Kyle, and like, mm-hmm. uh, he'll, he'll probably listen to this, so hey, Kyle. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, we would play Call of Duty. Um, we actually didn't meet until like sophomore year in high school, but like when mm-hmm. we, like, you know, when we knew the, 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 the so little sidetrack story, but like the way that we <laughs> met was Kyle and I were sitting next to each other in math class and um, we had to like do some like homework or something like it, it was like I turned over and I was like, hey, how's it going? Like my name's Mike. And he goes, hey, I'm Kyle. And I was like, um, like I overheard or like we were talking about video games and I was like, yeah, I play a good <laughs> amount of video games. They're kind of weird and obscure video games. And he goes, oh, yeah, me too. You know, I'm like a kind of a fan of the older video games. And I'm like, oh, have you ever mm-hmm. heard of Earthbound? And he's like, yeah, I've heard of Earthbound. And like he was like, did you do you ever watch YouTube or anything? I know that's like a weird thing. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Do you watch Chugga Conroy? And literally we have been best friends ever since. It was ridiculous that we made a connection over like a video game YouTuber on, you know, it, it was ridiculous. But anyway, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this could relate to that because obviously I'm, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you must be into games slash YouTube. Mm-hmm. But I remember the, like, when I first started watching, uh, like, COD commentators, the first time I came across them was, I think it was on, like, my an old iPod Touch, like, the first iPod Touch. Yeah, dude, that, that was app. me too, yeah. Yeah, it would show, uh, they show like the most popular videos on that day, and mm-hmm. I just started seeing uh, it was old machinima, mm-hmm. uh, Call of Duty commentators. I think it was Blame Truth, Blame Truth, Excal Azor, Excal, yeah, because yep, yeah, I used to watch a lot of Excal because he was yep. uh, the best player and Hutch at the time. And C-Nanners Hutch as well, and, yeah, yeah. And that's how that's how I get into it, and yep. it's, I mean, it's one thing playing a lot of Call of Duty and enjoying it, but when you're watching uh, these well, really just random people. At the time, talk about COD. That's when you really get fucking into it. Yeah, and it's so weird how you get this like <laughs> sense of euphoria watching these other people play a video game. It's it's quite weird. And like being the per like a person who was on the receiving end of that, like you mm-hmm. get you get a great sense of euphoria yourself from making these videos. So like, yeah, if we can encourage people that are like embarrassed or like are afraid to start making YouTube videos, like. You should do it. It's it's a great thing. It's a fun thing. But don't invest your entire time into doing it. Like like do it as like a, like a journal entry type type of thing. Like that's how yeah. I started out doing it. I get I, I still get a lot of messages like that saying um how how can I get into it? Um, aside from the obvious stuff like people ask what equipment do I need? Aside from that, like you can have anyone can have the equipment if you've got the money for it. I've, you know someone who's got the money for it. Mm-hmm. You can anyone can get the equipment for it, but not everyone can 
like I say, a lot of people are kind of embarrassed to mm-hmm. start it, mm-hmm. or worried that their friends might say, they might think it's you know, such a loser, like doing this whole YouTube thing, and honestly, you have to just kind of say, excuse my language, but fuck it, mm-hmm. oh, this is what I want to do, yeah. I enjoy it, if you don't like that, well, so. I mean, like, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people... Um, used to give me crap for it but like you can't you gotta just it's such a hard thing to get over like being self-conscious like still today I, I, str- I struggle yeah. with being like self-conscious occasionally but like it's one of those things that like when you think about it does it really matter what they think I know. about you <laughs> and I, I never got a lot of crap for it because I actually hid it from my friends mm-hmm. uh, I was doing YouTube for about six months before a friend of mine randomly discovered uh, one of our videos mm-hmm. or, and I think it was best called comedy <laughs> And then <laughs> he, I, I wasn't speaking to much of my friends at the time for uh, various reasons, but he phoned one of my other friends saying, oh my God, I found Marley on YouTube. Mm. And then it just went from there. And they were so supportive of it. And mm. were like, holy crap, was, videos are amazing. And they really enjoyed it. And I was like, I thought, I kind of thought to myself, why didn't, why didn't I tell them earlier? Because that reaction could have done me so much mm-hmm. good yeah. earlier. Yeah. Well, it's it's nuts because like, in America, it's a little different. And I mean, like, not, maybe not in America, but, like, my friends specifically were like, you're a fucking loser. And I was like, no, yeah. I, guess. I was like, you I'd... know, eh, whatever. I, like, just kind of let it roll off my back. I when you're at that age and everything's all about, oh, fuck, I'll make my sound, myself sound really old here. <laughs> when you're at that age, yeah. kids. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Sonny. Yeah. I'll tell you all about uh, 2011. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... I get when you're when you're at that age, everything's all about being the coolest yeah. character in yeah, school. But exactly, but it doesn't matter. I can in the understand long... why people would be worried mm-hmm. about it. But anyways, back to old school gaming. This is wow. Mm-hmm. Sidetrack a million times <laughs> yeah, over. Big sidetrack. Um, so the whole reason that we're talking about this is because I recently got into. Well, first of all, I did some massive game hopping, and um, I started <laughs> out uh, going back and playing um, a little bit of TF2 for like a day and i was like mm, nope not really feeling this and then i jumped over to uh oh boy um global offensive which i was like i'm not that good at this and then i was like okay you know whatever and then so i jumped again to battlefront the new battlefront mm-hmm. i would recommend it if it's 40 dollars or less it's expensive right now um <laughs> and also it's like half a game it, it could be so good. It just needs That's a lot more. That's the reason more. I haven't got yeah. it. It needs yeah. a lot more. But then if you go over to um, the next game that I played, it was Battlefield 3. Not Battlefield 4. Not Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> it was Battlefield 3. And, like, this game, I have not stopped playing it. It is amazing. It is so good. Quality game. Please. Listen to me. Go back and have, like, an old, like, reminisce session and, like, go and play it. It's amazing. <laughs> It's not even that old as well, Battlefield 3, when you, when you think know, about it compared to Godfall. Yeah, can... Although I'd say it, it's probably, it has aged well. I know a lot of yeah. uh, Battlefield... Uh, I've got a lot of friends who are more Battlefield guys than COD guys, and they still go, they still prefer Battlefield 3 uh, to the newer games, which is the same for COD. I suppose a lot of people prefer the older COD games, but there's something about Battlefield 3 which... I mean, I, I've played Battlefield 3 a lot, and I've played Battlefield Oh my god, 4, it came out in 2011. Yeah, I mean... Wow. Uh, no, but continue, sorry. I just, I googled it. Oops. <laughs> Lost my train of thought. No, it was, uh, you were talking about, you played a lot of Battlefield 3, but a lot of Battlefield Yeah, I played 4. a lot of Battlefield 3, uh, 
played them both, and I did prefer Battlefield Three, and I'm I'm not a, a hardcore Battlefield fan. I'm more more hardcore Call of Duty, but I, I enjoyed Battlefield Three more than Four. Four. I don't know why was it maybe the maps. I don't know for whatever reason. I just yeah preferred it. I, I mean like it, it's crazy the amount of content that they jammed in Battlefield Bad Company Two, the amount of content that they jammed <laughs> in Battlefield Three. I feel like a lot of companies they just want to make that quick dollar. So like you could in theory, ladies and gentlemen, and I am a <laughs> I am a programmer myself. Yeah. You could take Battlefield Three, uh-huh. remaster it. Or just keep the game the exact same and add content to it. You don't need to produce this next game. The next That's game. That's what uh, Counter Strike do, do they not? Yeah, yeah. The the next game, it's not necessary. You could literally just remaster it and like add DLC. People just want to make that next sixty dollar blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And, and like speaking of uh, speaking of remasters, that's a good topic. Do you think soon we'll be, we will be seeing remasters of? COD 4, Modern Warfare 2, and Modern Warfare 3, but that's not really necessary. Uh, uh, <laughs> or even World at War, Black Ops 1. Will we, will we be seeing them on... Interesting. Ne- I, can't, I hate calling them next-gen consoles because yeah. it's current-gen consoles and it has been for like two years. Will we see them on Xbox or on PS4? Maybe. I don't know. I, I'd say no because if they did try to remaster it, they would ruin mm. it <laughs> because they'd be like, okay, Let's take Call of Duty 4, and, like, we all know it's a good game, but let's just add a whole bunch of unnecessary shit to it. And it's like, like... I can see it. I, I'm I'm, on, I'm with you on that. I can see it being the perfect situation if it's literally just updated graphics, mm-hmm. yep. slight fixes yep. uh, to what? glitches that were in the original games. Yep. But then... I can't... I think it'd be the year to do it this year. It would be if if it's this year, it'd be any year. If they wait too much longer, it'll be over. Mm-hmm. Their 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 shot is now because, or never. Because the ghosts in Advanced Warfare took a big hit to Call of Duty. Yeah, and Black Ops Three, I, I don't, it didn't, I don't think it sold as well as they thought they would. But the reception of it has been a lot better than Advanced Warfare and Ghosts was. So now they've got people back into Call of Duty. I think now this year would be a great time for that. Even if they do, like, I don't know if I could see them doing the remasters and a brand new Call of Duty. Because then, if, if it's like Pokemon, um, if you've ever played Pokemon, anybody or Marley even, mm-hmm. um, like Pokemon, what they tend to do is they release a new game and then they uh, redo an old one. But like, yeah, they don't yeah. add anything. They they or well, they add slight things. Like they add quality of life changes, update things. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's like. You know, in the old, old games, you couldn't just fly around to any point in the entire map. But now it makes a lot more sense that you can fly around and do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It's a quality of life upgrade. But the, the you know, the, the kind of gap that they're missing is like, you know, they need to also make improvements on those quality of life things and stuff like that but like you know call of duty what they might try to do is like they'll try to take the old game and then improve and then also make it like uh oh my god what's the word like make it appeal to the audiences of today which uh, yeah. cod 4 if you haven't played it and i'm i'm not sure if there is anybody who hasn't <laughs> played it but like you know it, it's a it's a slower paced game than i would and 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 i know what uh 
sort of track you're on. I mean, see if you've played Call of Duty, say you started at uh, Black Ops 2. Say you started at Black Ops 2. I don't know if you would like COD 4 because mm. there's... I, I, everybody loves everybody that played COD 4 originally loves it because it's so simple mm-hmm. uh, there's not much it's not that complex which and that's what makes it good but if you're used to all of these different class setups the amount of different perks you can choose oh, from uh, customising your killstreaks things like that you you probably wouldn't like COD 4 mm-hmm. and that would be something they'd have to think about yeah I mean like COD 4 again I'm I'm speaking to an audience maybe if you guys don't know uh, the Call of Duty franchise always used to be either, uh, like before COD 4, it was predetermined classes, like a medic, a scout, a mm-hmm. sniper, yeah. that was it. You had a predetermined set of weapons, a predetermined perk set, and a predetermined, like, usable weapon, or a predetermined, like, usable left bumper, or uh, right bumper, stuff like that. So, like, then COD 4 came out, and they were like, wait, you could choose anything you want yeah. and then like everybody that was one of the major selling points yeah, yeah exactly that was a major selling point you can you can customize your loadout basically mm-hmm. from your gun to your perks to your grenades mm-hmm. equipment whatever you want yeah and it, but like the thing was was like like it, it was it, it it was nice it was simple there was you had assault rifles you had submachine guns you had snipers mm-hmm. you had light machine guns and then you had um uh, what's my call? Oh, shotguns. Yeah, shotguns. And, and and there was there was no reason f- for there to be any more weapons at the time. At the time, of course, mm-hmm. and like it felt. Excuse me. There was only like two overpowered weapons in the game. The M16 was stopping power. You know, it was a three <laughs> yeah. shot burst every single time. The MP5 was stopping power silencer. Little bit OP. Still an amazing gun. I mean, like I used to be able to go on like thirty kill streaks and just like rampage every time remember the uh the m4 sniper with acog yep, scope yep, you could one shot someone's toe yep exactly yeah. <laughs> that shit was nuts i mean like the game was just oh I mean, yeah it, it was it's heavy. not it's not perfect it's not perfect uh because there was stuff like uh three grenades mm. uh, you could have yeah, juggernaut frags, yeah juggernaut yeah. oh juggernaut juggernaut if anybody doesn't know was the <laughs> was the bane of call of duty you would drill probably 12 bullets into a guy and he would just mow you down that's not even the worst of it remember yeah. last stand yeah last stand. oh <laughs> jesus but like last stand was okay because you only got a pistol then there was final stand and it's yeah. like and you could stay alive yeah after. oh my god <laughs> jesus <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I could see them doing the, maybe this year they bring out uh, the Modern Warfare remasters, so mm. Modern Warfare, well, COD 4, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, and then maybe leave it a year, mm-hmm. and then the year after that bring out Treyarch's remasters, World at War, Black Ops Oh World man, II. imagine if they remastered World at War. World at War was, was an amazing, but yet overpowered game. You had that PPSH double tap, like... <laughs> The MP40 round drum. Round the MP40 round oh drum. God. Oh my lord! We're just we're just nerdgasming right now. Yeah. literally. But <laughs> foaming at the mouth here. Jeez. What else? I never thought uh, World at War got enough credit. Uh, it didn't because it was overshadowed by Call of Duty for COD Four. Because yeah. like it, it was. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I think I know why because it was after all those years of World War Two games mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Infinity Ward break the mold and go for a modern modern shooter, and then we're back to World War Two, mm-hmm. which it was an amazing game, but maybe that put people off. Yeah, yeah. 
I do you know what I would love? I'd love an, a, a modern... Uh, that sounds really weird, actually. A modern World War Two game. When yes. was the last World War Two game? Uh, it was World at War, pretty much. Uh, I, I haven't seen one. But I pro- there probably has been one, yeah. but I haven't seen a good one since. Yeah. There's a new game called Squad that came out. It's a new Milsim, military simulator game. Mm-hmm. Um, like Armour? Yeah, yeah. But this one's like... Like, you go in and you take one bullet and you're, like, bleeding out and laying on the <laughs> ground and you're like, what do I do? <laughs> and that's the game over. Yeah, it yeah. automatically uninstalls yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You God damn it. <laughs> but, um... You know, people... You know, some people would want that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, what do you think about... Because you're, like, a, a programmer and games designer, kind of. Mm. What do you think about realism, like, when a game finding the balance between a game being realistic and a game remembering it's a game? Well, I mean, it's almost impossible. And it, it's one of those things to, to it's almost impossible to uh, create a perfectly realistic game. You're never going to please everyone? No, you're never going to please everyone. That, that, that's an obvious one, but it's like, <laughs> you have to imagine, in war, Somebody walks up to you with a nine millimeter pistol and shoots you in the arm. They just so happen to clip an artery. You're going to die, hands down. And you know that's it. As Marley said, uninstall the game and you cannot reinstall it. But like, it's it's hard because you can put realism in there. You can say like, okay, yeah, some guy did just shoot you with an M9 and you're dead. (laughs) <laughs> then you respawn, and it's like, well, well, where's the realism in that? And it's like, well, would you really want a fully realistic game? I mean, I think it would be hilarious that you give these people, like... <laughs> Someone needs to make that. Yeah, you know. And they, not tell anyone. Yeah, no. exactly. Just it's the most realistic shooter we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like, you just get hit by, like, a like a fucking 50 cal, your body implodes. Like, you know, it's one of those things, and, like, it's like, thank you yeah. for playing, uninstalling game content. And, like, somebody's, like, trying to cancel it. They're like, no, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> I think that's why, well, that's why there's a split. Well, uh, I mean, I like both Call of Duty and Battlefield, but I think, as I didn't come up with this phrase, someone else did, I'm not taking credit for it, but Call of Duty is a, a, Call of, uh, a war uh, arcade game, whereas uh, Battlefield is more of not a war simulator, but more leaning towards a war simulator. Yeah, because yeah, Call of Duty knows it's. I mean, you do get some people who play a bit of Call of Duty and think they know everything about guns and uh, yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> I mean, military tactics yeah, exactly. and everything. But I mean, I trust you more if it was a Battlefield player leading me into battle. But mm. you know, I wouldn't some want someone try a quick scope when I was no. uh, going over the top. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's 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 an awkward awkward position to be in because like Arma is pretty realistic. Arma is pretty realistic, but the problem is is that it's like that they still don't really emulate the the you get shot you're gonna not want to move thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's you know you get shot in the leg and it's like oh no I'm still hobbling around. It's like yeah. no you really you'd be on the ground. Yeah, if it's a fifty cal yeah. bullet, your leg would be in a different uh, mm-hmm. city, a little pretty different much. time zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like the realism is hard to emulate, especially for mm-hmm. people to want. It, it's like it, it's it's the, if they want it, then they can't complain when they get it. That's what I mean. It de- yeah, it depends what the actual people, well, what your audience is mm-hmm. like. Call of Duty isn't going to bring out a hyper realistic 
shooter because that's not what their audience wants. Mm-hmm. Whereas Battlefield's audience is probably a little conflicted. I suppose that's why they brought out Hardline, because Hardline's a kind of in-between mm-hmm. uh, a traditional Battlefield game. Did you play Hardline game. at all? I did a little bit. Uh, it captured my attention for a little while. Yeah. Uh, but I heard it was uh, garba, garba, garbage. Uh, it was all right. They're just, uh, it's again like, uh, this is a recurring theme for uh, DICE and EA, that there just wasn't enough to it to keep mm-hmm. me interested. Sort of. I mean, I was, see, when Battlefront was first announced, I was buzzing. I was mm-hmm. insanely hyped for it. And then the more trailers came out and the more information came out, I was like, ah, it's not got space battles. Mm-hmm. It's only got like five heroes in it. Yeah, I think I get caught up in the maybe it's my fault. I get caught up in the crowd that expected it to be Battlefront Two. Yeah, well, I mean, like the 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 thing is, is that like, and this is my argument. This is my counter argument to like, mm-hmm. like it's a good game. It's not bad. It's just like it's not Battlefront Two. Yeah, I, th- I don't. I don't think I've heard much people say it's a bad game. Mm. The main complaint is just that there's not much content in it, and that's it really. To, to pay full price for that game, I don't. I think that's a bit. I mean, it's rude of them to kind of ask. You know, in my that, opinion. I mean, yeah, as a year, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, I I bought it for full price. I missed mm-hmm. the the christmas sale that they were having it was like 45 bucks for all of the the future dlc mm-hmm. and everything like the game included and i was like i need to buy this like tomorrow and tomorrow was like <laughs> new year's the day past new year's and it was like oh 60 dollars and like a hundred it's a hundred and nineteen dollars wow. for the all the dlc like season pass i think that's a bit like 80 quid yeah so that is a lot yeah that is a lot it's nuts but like I don't know, man. Like, like they shouldn't expect. Like, if your game isn't selling well, drop the price. Like that. Like, I don't think it did sell well. It sold well, but not again. Not as big as they thought it would. Yeah. Like, if they just, if they literally, the thing is, is they did not. They wanted to also appeal to the younger audiences. They wanted that fast-paced, like, the customization. No one cared. They everyone who you would have sold more copies to would have wanted the class rotation, the multitude of heroes you could have played. Yeah, like, I know. You know, they, they wanted the old Battlefront. They didn't want a Battlefield Battlefront. That's not what they wanted. But that's what we got. So. <laughs> I mean, it does, to be fair to it, it's the best-looking game oh, I think I've ever saw. I don't think amazing. I've seen... amazing. It is beautiful. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a better looking game no. in Battlefront. No. I'll give it that. <laughs> but that's that's another topic about graphics versus gameplay. What people prefer. Uh, I take gameplay over graphics. Yeah, I think most people would. Mm. I, it seems to be only uh, game publishers who value graphics over gameplay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. they don't understand. Yeah. The thing is is that like if you release a commercial and like a lot of people will just judge a book by its cover. So it's like mm-hmm. if your game doesn't look unbelievable and like next gen worthy, then it's like, oh well this game looks garbage, so it must be garbage. It's like no That's, that's why they always use uh, pre rendered mm-hmm. uh, yeah. scenes and yeah. adverts. That makes sense, I yeah. suppose but But like okay, Mirror's Edge. Mirror's Edge does not look nearly as good as any of the games that I've played recently. But it's a mm-hmm. fantastic game. 
It's very stylized, but it's fantastic. Quite a unique game at the time as well. Yeah. They're coming out with Mirror's Edge 2. I've seen that, I've seen that. Yeah. I'll probably play that. I like Mirror's yeah, Edge. Yeah, Mirror's Edge was awesome. Uh, Bioshock Infinite? Can we talk about how good of a game that was? I'm just thinking about games that I liked in the past I didn't. Years. I didn't actually... It's another one I kind of missed out on. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm not... It's I, a must play. Really I've is. never really dabbled in the Bioshock universe. I know a lot about it. I think I watched um, a YouTuber play it, but I've never uh, really played it myself. Mm. So... I, I'm going to say a little bit of blasphemy here. Battlefield, <laughs> uh, uh, excuse me, Bioshock 2 mm-hmm. was better than Bioshock, or Bioshock 1 was better than Bioshock Infinite. A lot of people will hate me for that. Is that controversial? That is very controversial because a lot of people like uh, Bioshock Infinite because it's like, oh, it's this big, like, you know, oh, it's the ending so good. It's like, <laughs> it's like Bioshock, like that Bioshock to me, it was very like, it was too bright. Bioshock's supposed to be like dark and like, dank memes no, i'm just kidding it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like like dank is a really good word i know but yeah. like i know what you mean i know exactly what you mean yeah i know enough about bioshock to know what you mean about the the whole yeah was it not set in a different sort of it's like, stylized it's kind of stylized place. yeah it's, but it's like uh it's like 1940s don't oh god don't quote me on this i haven't played bioshock <laughs> in probably about five years but like um but when people when people think of Bioshock, they expect dark and yeah. grubby and like the little the the fucking big atmosphere. daddies and the, the little sisters like or the little yeah little sisters right isn't it I don't, know, I don't uh, remember uh, whatever <laughs> nonetheless like that shit was creepy and then like you know they brought out like all this like very bright and like highly contrast and sharp images and I was like Ugh, God no please <laughs> not what I was looking for. That's the Fallout has done that in a good way, I would say, because it's ah uh, maybe Bioshock tried that because Fallout's mm. been through <laughs> Fallout Three had the green filter. Yeah, on it, it really was <laughs> just like you slapped the green sticker on your. Yes, it, it was over everything. Yeah, and then uh, New Vegas had the orange. Yep, the orange, the orange <laughs> filter too. and everything. Yep. And now the latest one's just you know what we don't need to filter everything. Yeah. It's a bit. I guess it guess it made sense because it's a bit further in the future. Um future is a little brighter for the Fallout universe at this stage. So. Yeah, exactly. So, I can see why they do that. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Did you like Fallout 4? I did. I still haven't completed it. Oh, neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But uh, yeah, I can say it's definitely one of my favourite games ever, mm-hmm. and I've still not completed it. That's. Mm-hmm. I've done so much side missions and stuff that I've, I've still not had the chance to complete the main campaign. I... I'm nervous because <laughs> it's a great campaign, but I didn't like some of the turns it took. But I, it's mm. definitely one of my favorite games of all time. It's it's just my big problem right now is that, oh, Steam gave it a 9 out of 10. A lot of people gave it a lot of hate. A lot of people gave it a lot of hate. So With a game that's got that much hype around it. I mean, yeah. It's probably the most hype game of all ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean I can't like think. maybe maybe gta had a lot of hype but fallout's been fallout's fallout it yeah. can't really get much to compete with didn't this crush um a metacritic actually well hold on let's read the critic reviews let's see what what <laughs> people are saying oh okay so this is what's weird there's 36 critics that that reviewed it and gave it a a 84 out of 100 
mm-hmm. which is, you know, whatever. But there's 6,342 ratings on Metacritic, and it got a 5.4 out of 10. <laughs> From user reviews, yeah. Yeah, but those are fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. Come on, that's a joke. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's like, it's like people just, they were brutal about this game. <laughs> It's a it's lousy like fanboy. Yeah, total fanboy mode. Yeah, it's a lousy first-person shooter trying to be a mediocre RPG. The best game, the best part of the game was the intro, and it went downhill from there. Boring, tedious, and all-around shallow. Fallout Four is the most disappointing title Bethesda has ever released. Ouch. That is, do you know? That's how I can never take game critics seriously because yeah, yeah. it's like, what what game did you play? I mean, I'm not this. I'm gonna try and be neutral here. It's like. Mm-hmm. I don't get as a neutral how you could call that a bad game. If you don't like it, fair enough. But how could you claim it's a bad game? I mean, I don't like um, Counter-Strike, really. But I say it's a bad game. I mean, mm. the amount of people that play it must be pretty good. I don't like League of Legends either, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it must be a pretty good game. I, so. I, the thing is, is that like these people are, were like expecting... You know the second coming of Jesus Christ. <laughs> so <laughs> and game form. There's yeah. there's no way Bethesda could have lived up to what their expectations were. And like you know, I live. Um, I'm not going to say where I live, but I live around. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, like I I don't really live near it, but like um, I live like generally close to where everything was taking place and stuff like that. So it's like like. It was like, oh man, this is like so close to home. Like, I wonder if my like my town will be in it. It's like nowhere close to my fucking town. It's like you know, hours away, but it's like whatever. Um, you know, Fallout Four is the best game ever, and no yeah. one can deny that. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, and that's a fact yeah. from the Atlantic Bros so, podcast. Exactly, it is a fact, and everything. Slap, you hear, slap that quote on the yes. Game of the Year edition. Right <laughs> yep. Nope. Anywhere else who says different, don't listen to them. They're yeah. wrong. 100%. The podcast is a joke. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That was, a, that was a good session yeah. wrapped up nicely in a little um, bit of propaganda. Yeah, a little bit pod- of propaganda. Podcast. Yeah, I like that. So, anything that you want to wrap up on your channel? Anything you want to give a shout out to? Uh, I've just off? uploaded a video talking about uh, relatable stuff on Facebook, which uh, might stir the pot a little if you're Ooh, interested in that. That sounds good. I hope, I hope the person I'm talking about doesn't sue me because that <laughs> kind of sucks. That would suck. But, yeah, you know, <laughs> no more that... Atlantic Bros podcast yeah, for me. That would be bad. <laughs> um, but no, anyways, uh, please go check out Marley's channel. Go follow him on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, but I don't know why you would. I never tweet. But um, uh, if you guys want to ever contact us, you can do something in the future. I'm going to set up an email for questions. Oh, also, if you guys have any questions for us to answer on our next podcast. Um, or any topic suggestions yeah then uh post it in the comments of the soundcloud or uh send us excuse me oh my god i'm burping <laughs> send us a tweet oh my, um, so unprepa- yeah, i'm so unprofessional <laughs> <laughs> this is this is meant strictly for fun so if you guys yeah. hate it then huh, too bad i don't care <laughs> anyways guys have a wonderful happy new year and um i hope everyone has a good day cool see ya